Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Das Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Alec Baldwin, Ice-T and Christopher Maloney, Sally Fields, Park Jimmy, Ben Savage, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Okay, we're having some technical difficulties. Let's get started. Uh, If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 3 Three four seven six three seven two six five six and press the number one. That's three four seven six three seven two six five six and press the number one. Also like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash that's entertainment dot radio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one. That's T H A T S entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto fourteen stiletto like the shoe S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a rainy 41 degrees. And before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to everyone, all my listeners out there. Thank you for once again for hanging out with me and, and joining me and tuning in here on this Wednesday evening or Wednesday afternoon, wherever you are in the world. And so, how has everyone been so far? Uh, lots to talk about this week. We just found got some breaking news about Alec Baldwin. Apparently, he and the uh, Armora uh, Guitarist Reed, Guitarist Reed um, have been charged with involuntary manslaughter in the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Uh, Baldwin had fired that shot that killed Hutchins while preparing a film, uh, a scene in the church building of the Bonanza Creek Ranch near Santa Fe, New Mexico. Uh, the armorer, Hannah Gutierrez Reed, was the one that loaded the weapon. We got the latest. We're going to be talking about that. Law and Order franchise stars Ice T and Christopher Maloney, they have dispelled rumors of a few before. Uh, the allegations were made public. I'll tell you what that was. That's all about. Sally Field is adding another illustrious honor to her resume. I'll tell you what that is. And BTS Park Jimming is melting hearts into two with his new fashion gig. And uh, actor Ben Savage, who's best known for portraying the lovable Corey Matthews in the 90s sitcoms Boy Meets World, well, he wants to be a congressman. That's right. And uh, Rapper Flow Rider must be paid $82.6 million by an energy drink company that he once promoted. And also this week, we're getting ready to celebrate the 20th anniversaries of ABC, Jimmy Kimmel Live. He's going to go take the show back to the beginning. I'm going to tell you how he's doing it and who is some of the guests. And remember the uh, whole t- Ticketmaster uh, debacle? Well, two U.S. senators are stepping in, Senator Amy Kobachaw and uh, Mike Lee. Uh, they are have stated that the 
they're going to be setting up uh, like a judiciary committee hearing on the lack of competition in the ticketing industry, and that's just the beginning of the show. So how is everybody doing? How your week been so far? Again, like I was telling you, breaking news, Alec Baldwin and the armorer on the set of Russ will be charged with involuntary manslaughter in the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins in October of 2021. Baldwin fired a shot that killed Hutchins while preparing it to film a scene in the church building of the Bonanza Creek Ranch near Santa Fe, New Mexico. The armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, loaded the weapon. Mary Cormack Altwees, the first judicial district attorney in Santa Fe, announced the charges in a statement on Thursday. Baldwin and Gutierrez-Reed each faced two counts of involuntary manslaughter, which each carry a maximum sentence of 18 months in jail. They also will be charged with an enhancement for use of a firearm, which carries a mandatory minimum sentence of five years. The prosecutor also announced that David Hall, the film's first assistant director, has agreed to plead guilty to a charge of negligent use of a deadly weapon. Halls handed the loaded Colt uh, 45 to Baldwin, and under the plea agreement, Halls will be given six months of probation but will not serve jail time. Baldwin has said that Halls told him the weapon was cold, meaning it contained only dummy rounds. But investigators found that the gun was loaded with one live bullet, which went through Hutchins' uh, torso and lodged in the shoulder of director Joel Souza. Now, Hutchins was airlifted to a hospital in Albuquerque where she was pronounced dead later that day. Brian Panish, the attorney for Hutchins, the widower and son, issued a statement on Thursday on behalf of the family expressing support for the charges. Now, Baldwin has reportedly argued that he is not to blame for the incident. His attorney has alleged that Halls, Gutierrez, Reed, and two others were at fault for a chain of missteps that led to the shooting. Luke Nikas Baldwin's attorney said in a statement that the decision distorts Helena Hutchins' tragic death and represents a terrible miscarriage of justice. Now, Baldwin had told interviewers that he did not pull the trigger and that the gun went off when he let go of the hammer. An FBI forensic analysis determined that the gun was functionally normally. However, the Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office turned over its investigation to the prosecutor's office in October, more than a year after the shooting took place. Carmack Altwees uh, submitted a request for 635000 in state funding last year to pay for up to four criminal trials. She was granted half that amount. The prosecutor's office opted not to file charges against Sarah Zachary, the prompt master who worked closely with Gutierrez-Reed, or Seth Kenny, the weapon supplier. Now, both have been named as a defendant in several civil suits. Uh, in the statement, the prosecutor's office said that the involuntary manslaughter charges will be filed against Baldwin, and Gutierrez-Reed before the end of the month. Both defendants will then make a first appearance in court, which can be done virtually. The next step will be a preliminary hearing at which prosecutors must present enough evidence to show that the case merits going to trial. Now, no court date has yet been scheduled. Hutchins' death has led to a broader conversation about set safety, though to date no new laws have been passed to tighten regulations. Now, much of the investigation focused on Gutierrez 
Gutierrez Reed, the 24-year-old armorer, Gutierrez, I'm having a hard time pronouncing her name, Gutierrez Reed was working as an armorer for just a second time, and her time was divided between that job and a job in props. Now, investigations have not been able to determine how exactly live rounds became mixed with the dummy rounds she used to load the weapon. Baldwin and the film producers announced a civil settlement on October 5th with Helena Hutchins' widower, Matthew Hutchins. And under the agreement, the producers plan to resume filming, and they hope to complete the film and submit it for cinematography awards. Law and Order franchise stars Ice-T and Christopher Maloney have dispelled rumors of a feud before the uh, allegations were made public. On Sunday, January 16th, the veteran actors used Twitter to address a story allegedly pushed by the National Enquirer. According to the anonymous sources, the special victim unit leads were engaged in a mutual conflict after Maloney returned to the Law and Order world. The tweet itself quoted Maloney's own revealing an email that allegedly requested uh, commentary from Ice-T. Now, Ice-T joined the Law & Order Special Victims Unit cast in 2001 as Adolphin Tutuola. As his character evolved from detective to sergeant, the gangster uh, rap legend made television history. Uh, in 2022, the role certified Ice-T as the longest-running male actor in a TV series. Now, starring as Detective Tutulola, uh, Ice-T won the NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series in 2002. Law & Order Special Victim Unit is now in its 24th season and is the longest-running primetime live-action series of all time. The crime drama is produced by Universal Television, a division of Universal Studio Group in association with Wolf Entertainment. And Maloney returned to Law & Order franchise as Detective Elliot Stapler, in 2021, after leaving Law & Order Special Victim Unit in 2011, he leads the spinoff Law & Order Organized Crime, in which Ice-T has guest starred as Finn. Sally Field is adding another illustrious honor to her resume. The actress, who is now 76, is set to receive the SAG Live Achievement Award at next month's Screen Actor Guild Awards to commemorate her decades of film and TV performances. Um, Phil, who won Best Actress Oscar for Norma Ray and Places in the Heart, will be the 58th recipient of SAG-AFTRA's Top Honor. Phil previously received the SAG Award for Outstanding Actress in a Drama Series for Brothers and Sisters in 2009. She also a three-time Emmy winner, including for the 1976 TV movie Sybil. The California-born actress uh, has appeared in more than 70 films and TV shows in her career, including Forrest Gump and Smokey and the Bandit. Her next movie, 80 for Brady, hits theaters on February 3rd and also starred Rita Moreno, Lily Tomlin, and Jane Fonda as Tom Brady Fanatics. Pre previous recipients of SAG Annual Lifetime Achievement Awards include Moreno, Tomlin, Robert De Niro, and Helen Mirren. The 2023 SAG Awards will take place on February 26th at Fairmount Century Plaza in Century City, California. And uh, BTS 
Park Jimin is melting our hearts into two with his new fashion gig. On Tuesday, the K-pop superstar uh, was announced as Dior's new global brand ambassador. The 27-year-old singer and dancer shared the dynamite news on Instagram, writing, quote, so thrilled to start a journey with Dior. He then wrote in Korean, honored to be Dior's global ambassador. Stay tuned for a lot of things to come, unquote. Now, on Instagram, the brand noted that Jimin was the perfect pick for the role as he exemplified the timeless spirit and singularity of the brand, adding, as he continues a bond created in 2019 with Mr. Kim Jones, who designed BTS stage looks, the singer solidifies uh, his friendship with the house more than ever. Now, Jones, Dior's men artistic director, previously designed stage look for Jimin and his six BTS members, Jen, Sugar, RM, J-Hope, V, and Jungkook, for the, uh, for the Septus Love Yourself, Speak Yourself tour over three years ago. The Moody campaign shares the multi-hyphenated clad and classic statement pieces pulled from the house summer 2023 collection. Now, Jimmy's new role comes off the hill of his latest single, Vibe, which he's, he's featured on alongside K-pop veteran Young of Big Bang. Now, each member of BTS has been actively partaking in solo endeavors since the group label announced that they will move forward with plans to fulfill their military service in South Korea, where law required all able-bodied men to serve. Jen, who um, is the eldest member, enlisted in December and is the first one to have done so. Right now we have 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to know more about uh, That's Entertainment, uh, we're on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash that's entertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto Fourteen. That's S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. You can also follow me on the gram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Actor Ben Savage who's best known for portraying the lovable Corey Matthews in the 90s sitcom Boy Me World, wants to be a congressman. Now, according to a campaign uh, filing with the Federal Election Commission on Wednesday, Savage, a Democrat, is planning to run for the 30th district seat currently held by Representative Adam Schiff from Burbank. Now, Schiff is rumored to have his eye on Dianne Feinstein's Senate seat in the upcoming 2024 election, though neither have made any formal announcements regarding the future. He has served California in the U.S. House of Representatives since, since 2001. The 30th district includes Savage Hometown of West Hollywood, as well as Burbank and parts of Pasadena. The 42-year-old actor previously ran for a seat on the West Hollywood City Council in 2022. Savage at the time said he wanted to restore faith in local government by addressing serious challenges around public safety, struggling businesses, inflation, and the cost of housing in the city. He ultimately lost his bid for the seat. While he was a student at Stanford in 2003, the former child star interned for then-U.S. Senator Arlene uh, Specter, uh, a Republican from Pennsylvania. 
In addition to Savage and Schiff, uh, five others have filed to run for the seat, four Democrat candidates and a lone Republican, according to um, the local news. The election is on November 5th of 2024. And rapper Flo Rida must pay $82.6 million by an energy drink company that he once promoted a South Florida jury had ruled uh, this week. The artist known for his 2007 hit Low was an official brand ambassador for Boca Raton-based Celsius between 2014 and 2018. He featured the drink in his music videos, promoted Celsius on social media, and essentially made himself the face of the company. Now, according to Flo Rida's legal team, Celsius was millions in debt when he joined in 2014. The company is now worth billions. Flo Rida, whose legal name is uh, Tramar Dillard, argued that his contract with Celsius entitled him to certain bonuses and stock awards when sale benchmarks were reached. But when he didn't receive the benefits, Flo Rida blew his whistle and sued the company in May of 2021, demanding a 1% ownership share outlined in the contract. Now, Celsius' attorney argued that the sale benchmarks were uh, achieved after Flo Rida's contract had expired and without his help. Flo Rida's attorney, John Eustel, said his clients would still happily accept the 1% ownership stay instead of the jury's hefty reward. To celebrate his 20th anniversary next week, ABC Jimmy Kimmel Live is going back to the beginning. The late night series will air a special episode in prime time on Thursday, January 26th, featuring guests from the original premiere in 2003, George Clooney, Snoop Dogg, and Coldplay. The special will air that night at 10 p.m. Eastern and then repeat again in the normal Jimmy Kimmel Live slot at 11.35 p.m. That marks 20 years to the day that the show premiered on Sunday, January 26, 2003. U.S. Senators Amy Kobachar and uh, Mike Lee Chairwoman and Ranking Member of the Senate Judiciary Sub- Subcommittee on uh, Com- uh, competition policy, antitrust, and consumer rights have stated that the previously announced Senate Judiciary Committee hearing on the lack of competition in the ticketing industry will be held at 10 a.m. on Tuesday, January 24. The hearing will be titled, That's the Ticket, Promoting Competition and Protecting Consumers in Live Entertainment, and will be held before the full Senate Judiciary Committee with Chair Dick Durbin and incoming ranking member Lindsey Graham. Now, in a statement, Kobachar said, quote, that the issues within America's uh, ticking industry were made painfully obvious when Ticketmaster website failed hundreds of thousands of fans hoping to purchase tickets for Taylor Swift's new tour. But these problems are not new. For too long, consumers have faced high fees, long waits, and website failures, and Ticketmaster's dominant market position means the company faces inaccurate pressures to innovate and improve. At next week's hearing, we will, uh, they're going to examine how uh, consolidation in the live entertainment and ticketing industry harms consumers and artists alike. Without competition to incentivize better services and fair prices, we all suffer the consequences, unquote. 
Now, this hearing comes after reports of significant service failures and delays on Ticketmaster's website in November that left fans unable to purchase concert tickets for Taylor Swift's new tour. In November, Kopitar wrote a letter to Ticketmaster expressing concern about the lack of competition in the ticketing industry and questioning whether the company is taking necessary steps to provide the best service it can to consumers. Harry Styles has joined the lineup of performers for the 2023 Brit Awards. The As It Was Hitmaker will be performing at the awards ceremony, which will take place on Saturday, February 11th at the O2 Arena. Now, on Monday, January 16th, organizers confirmed that the former One Direction singer would share the stage with previous announced artists, Sam Smith, Kim Petras, and rock duo Wet Leg. This will be the 28-year-old singer's first major performance in the U.K. this year. Both Harry and Wet Leg lead the nomination at this year's Brit Awards, having secured four each. The Watermelon Sugar Crooner is up for Artist of the Year, MasterCard Album of the Year, Song of the Year, as well as Pop R&B Act, as well uh, as for the indie rock band, they are eyeing MasterCard Album of the Year in addition to Group of the Year, Best New Artist, and Alternative Rock Act. Trailing behind with three nominations are Cat Burns, the 1975, Storm Z, and Fred Again. Meanwhile, in the International Artist of the Year category, Taylor Swift is shortlist alongside Beyonce Knowles, Burna Boy, Kendrick Lamar, and Lizzo. Taylor also saw her name in the International Song of the Year category thanks to her hit single, Anti-Hero. Now back to Harry, he currently holds the record for the biggest selling UK album and single of 2022 with his amazing album, Harry's House, becoming a number one album in the UK and beyond. And according to the British phonographic industry, his track, As It Was, became the most listened to single of 2022 in the UK, beating Ed Sheeran's hit single, Bad Habits, and Peru. The 2023 Brit Awards is being held on Saturday for the first time in its history and will be hosted by returning Mo Gilligan. The annual extravaganza will be broadcast on ITV and ITVX. Hip-hop mogul Snoop Dogg and groundbreaking Latin music superstar uh, Gloria Stefan highlights a diverse list of new inductees to the Songwriters Hall of Fame. They're part of a seven-member 2023 class that also includes Harlem-born R&B producer Teddy Riley, Electric Like Orchestra co-founder Jeff Lynn, and Nigerian-born British singer-songwriter Sade. Organizers uh, announced this uh, list yesterday. Um, Liz Rose who frequently collaborated with Taylor Swift and Glenn Ballard, who contribute to popular Michael Jackson and Alanis Morissette songs, rounded out the class, which will be inducted during a June 15 ceremony at New York City's Marriott Marquis Hotel. Now, Snoop Dogg's songwriting credits include his hit, Gin and Juice, and the chart-topping Drop It Like It's Hot, as Stefan too, was a writer on many of her biggest hits, including Rhythm Is Gonna Get You and Words Get In The Way. Now, Ballard co-wrote Marcet's Grammy-winning Jagged Little Pill album, and Jackson's songs include Man in the Mirror. Riley, too, co-wrote Jackson's songs such as Heaven Can Wait and Dangerous, as well as the Black Back. Black Backstreet hit uh, No Diggity. Now Rose 
Uh, co-written credits include Swift's song, Teardrops on My Guitar, You Belong With Me, and All Too Well. Uh, Sade co-wrote and performed her band songs, including Smooth Operator, while Lynn wrote ELO hit, including Living Things, Mr. Blue Sky, and Evil Woman. Music, movies, and sports superstars will come together as co-chairs at the 2023 Met Gala. Dua Lipa, uh, Penelope Cruz, uh, Michaela Cole, and Roger Federer are this year's selection for the glitzy fashion focus event in New York City, paying tribute to designer Karl Lagerfeld. Now, the latest edition of the Metropolitan Museum fundraising gala takes place on May 1st. The Knights um, Lagerfeld theme co- coincides with an uh, exhibit called Karl Lagerfeld, A Line of Beauty, opening May 5th, and it features more than 150 of the designer's original looks. The selection of Federer as a co-chair comes less than a year after the tennis great retired following a career featuring 20 Grand Slam singles wins. Cole starred in last November's superhero blockbuster, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and previously won a writing Emmy for the series I May Destroy You. Uh, Dua Lipa, a three-time Grammy winner, is known for hits such as New Rules, Levitating, and Don't Start Now. Cruz is an Oscar winner for Vicky Cristina Barcelona with more than 80 acting credits. The German boy Lagerfeld, who served as a creative director of Chanel and Fendi, was no stranger to controversy, including his uh, criticism of women bodies and of the Me Too moment. The designer died in 2019 at the age of 85. This will be the second consecutive year the Met Gala takes place during its typical slot on the first Monday of May. The event was canceled in 2020 and pushed to September in 2021 amid the uh, COVID uh, pandemic. Wow. That's going to be big. That's going to be big. Uh, let's see here. Right now we have here uh, 27 um, minutes uh, after the uh, hour. Um, coming up, we're going to be talking about the oh the initial round of performers for the Music Cares Person of the Year 2023 Benefit Gala. I'll tell you who who they're going to be honoring this year. And uh, preparation for Lisa Marie Presley gravesite has begun. Also, C.J. Harris, the former American Idol contestant who died Sunday in his hometown of Jasper, Alabama, we've, uh, the coroner office have came back with a report on how he died. And the movie Megan will return for a sequel. That's right. And also, DeMarco Morgan may no longer just be T.J. Holmes' seat filler on Good Morning America. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you dare go anywhere.
Entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we got 27 minutes left remaining in the show. That was Taylor Swift and Lavender Hayes. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you that the initial round of performers for the uh, for the Music Care Person of the Year 2023 Benefit Gala honoring Motown founder Barry Gordy and the label's iconic artist Smokey Robinson have been announced. Jimmy Allen, Brandy Carlisle, Chloe and Halle, Cheryl Crow, Four Tops, Layla Hathaway, the Isley Brothers, Samara Joe. 
Joy, uh, John Legend, Michael McDonald, P.J. Morton, Munford and Sons, Lionel Richie, The Temptation, Trombone, Trombone Shorty, Valerie Simpson, Molly Tuttle, Rita Wilson, Dion Warwick, and Sebastian Yatra will all perform at the event, which takes place Friday, February 3rd, just two days before the Grammy Awards at the Los Angeles Convention Center. The event includes a reception and silent auction, followed by a dinner and tribute concert. Performers will pay tribute to the individual musical legacies created by Gordy and Robinson, as well as the music they created together during their decade-long friendship. Proceeds from the event will provide essential support for Music Care, the Recording Academy Charitable Wing, which over the years have provided more than $100 million for music professionals, health and human services across a spectrum of needs. Barry Gordy and Smokey Robinson join a list of recent Music Care honorees, including Joni Mitchell, Fleetwood Mac, Dolly Parton, and Aerosmith. Preparations for Lisa Marie Presley Gravesit have begun, I mean, the gravesite has begun uh, with new photos showing how close it is to where her father and son were buried. Lisa Marie Presley is said to be laid to rest near the grave of Elvis Presley and directly next to her son Benjamin around a fountain at the Graceland Mansion in Memphis, according to TMZ, which published the images on Wednesday. Elvis' parents also are buried in that area. Graceland, which Lisa Marie Presley inherited following her father's death in 1977, will be the site of her celebration of Life Sunday. Presley, who won Elvis' only child and was 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 his only child and also a singer-songwriter, died last week at the age of 54 after a cardiac arrest at her Los Angeles area home. She is survived by her mother, Priscilla Presley, and her three daughters. Uh, her son uh, died by suicide in 2020 at the age of 27. Now, two days before her death, Lisa Marie Presley attended the Golden Globe Awards in Southern California, where Austin Butler won Best Actor in a Drama Film for his portrayal of her father in Elvis. C.J. Harris, the former American Idol contestant who died Sunday in his hometown of Jasper, Alabama, suffered a fatal heart attack. Uh, that's what the Walker County Coroner Office has confirmed uh, to deadline. The 31-year-old Harris was rushed to the hospital, but CPR efforts proved unsuccessful. The singer-born Curtis Harris was a top-tick contestant on the American Idol in 2014, winning over the judges and audiences before the semifinals with soulful interpretations of the Southern Rock classic hit Soul Child by the Allman Brothers Band and Can't You See by the Marshall Tucker Band. Although he advanced to the semifinals, Harris was eliminated in the sixth round on an April 24, 2014. The year's winner, that year's winner was uh, uh, Caleb uh, Johnson. Now, uh, after his idol season, uh, Harris continued his music career, releasing his debut single in 2019 with the song In Love. After his death, American Idol released a statement saying that C.J. Harris was an incredible talent and the news of his passing deeply saddens us. He will be truly missed. Megan 
Tyler murderous robot doll will return to dance her way through a new story. On Wednesday, multiple outlets reported that Universal, Jason Bloom, Bloom House, and Atomic Monster announced a sequel to Megan titled Megan 2.0, set to be released on January 17, 2025, just over two years after the original movie hit theaters and become a viral sensation. Screenwriter Akella uh, Cooper, who wrote the first movie, is writing the screenplay for the sequel, and that's according to The Hollywood Reporter and Deadline. Allison Williams and Violet McGraw, who star as the aunt-niece duo whose uh, time spent with the prototype AI doll in the original movie, inadvertently trigger a murder spree, are set to return as their characters Gemma and Katie, the outlet uh, reported. Williams, 30, uh, will work on Megan 2.0 as a producer after she was the executive producer on the original movie. The first movie has grossed $92 million globally off a $12 million budget, making it a profitable entry for producers Bloom and James Wan. The Marco Morgan may no longer just be T.J. Holmes' seat filler on Good Morning America 3. What you need to know. TV sources claim that ABC is eyeing Morgan to permanently replace Holmes on the talk show amid Holmes' affair scandal with co-host Amy Robach. According to Page Six, the former New York local newsman will take over Holmes' role after ABC News officially gives the latter his walking papers from the show. ABC allegedly loved the job he's doing, and everyone thinks he's been really great. Uh, On Thursday, January 12th, Morgan was seen attending a media mixer at Plug Uglies, an Irish pub right here in New York City's uh, Gramercy Park area, alongside Good Morning America 3 executive producer Kat McKenzie, as well as some local ABC news talent. Uh, also was spotted at the, uh, at the mixer was uh, Gail King, CBS uh, Gail King. Uh, it is said that people were congratulating him and telling him he was doing such a nice job, and a recent report, meanwhile, stated that Holmes and Robot would like unlikely return to their on-air roles despite not being fired from the show. Holmes and Robot had yet to break their silence on their relationship, but things seemingly are going strong between the two as they enjoy the holidays together. Holmes himself has filed for divorce from his estranged wife, Mary Lee Feibig, after nearly 13 years of marriage. And as for Robot, she allegedly separated from her husband, actor Andrew Hsu, in August. Jordan Sparks believes that she might she that she might had earned a Grammy if it was not because of Chris Brown's scandal with Rihanna. In a new interview, the American Idol alum reflected on the 2009 Grammy Awards as her and Chris' collaborative song, No Air, was nominated for Best Pop Collaboration with Vocal Category. At the time, Breezy was arrested due to an altercation with his then-girlfriend, Rihanna, and speaking on Cut, Truth, or Drink, Jordan says she found out about the incident like everybody else did. She recalled label publicists approaching her on the red carpet and telling her, you know nothing. During the ceremony, Jordan admitted that she was confident that they had a really good chance of winning uh, the trophy. However, ultimately went to Robert Plant and Allison Krauss for their work on Gone, 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 Done, Moved On. A new music video for the weekend's Nothing Is Lost, You Give Me Strain, has been released. The visual for the Avatar The Way of Water theme song, which is helmed by 
Quentin uh, DeRonzer arrived on Monday, January 16th. The clip begins with the Canadian crooner standing underneath blue lights before diving into a burst of flame. The video then cuts to a landscape of Pandora where they are faced to leave the burned forest and go to the water instead. The weekend's first tease is involving in the long-awaited sequel to 2009 Avatar in December of 2022, and at that time he shared on Twitter and Instagram a 12-second music clip featuring the blue Avatar logo, and in the caption of the post he simply wrote 12-16-22. The Save Your Tears hitmaker dropped the song snippet on his social media platforms on December 7. He eventually released the tune one day before the new film hit theaters on December 16. Nothing is Lost, You Give Me Strength was written by The Weeknd and produced by his frequent collaborator, Swedish House Mafia, as well as Simon Franklin. And according to a press release, the tune speaks to the epic scope, breathtaking action, and thrilling drama of the film itself. And Madonna has revealed the dates of her 40th anniversary celebration tour. The Queen of Pop has been rumored to embark on a greatest hit tour, and now the 64-year-old entertainer has unveiled a mammoth global arena run, kicking off on uh, I'm sorry, on July 15th in Vancouver, Vancouver, Canada. On uh, yeah, on July 15th in Vancouver, Canada. Uh, The 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 two-night feature at the iconic Madison Square Garden, uh, she was will be on August 23rd and 24th. That's when she'll bring her concert here in New York. And meanwhile, the European leg will have the star play at the London's O2 Arena on October 14th before heading across the channel for concert in Belgium, Denmark, Sweden, Spain, Portugal, France, Germany, Italy, and the Netherlands. The Frozen hitmaker took to Instagram to officially announce the tour, recruiting her famous pals, including comedian Amy Schumer, actor Jack Black, rapper Lil Wayne, and DJ Diplo to help her out. Madonna, who first entered the U.S. Uh, Billboard Hot 100 with 1983 Holiday, admitted last summer that she is desperate to get back on the road again. She said at the time that she wanted to go on tour again, and she said that she's a creature of the stage, and that it's also her happy place. Uh, last August, Madonna became the first female artist to earn Billboard 200 Top 10 album in each decade since the 1980s after her remix compilation, Finally Enough Love, debuted at number 8 in the, on these charts. The Vogue singer registered her first Top 10 on the Billboard 200 chart in October 1984 with her self-titled record, which went on to peak at number 8. The 80s also saw Madonna achieve four of the top tens on the Billboard 200 with Like a Virgin, True Blue, and the Who's That Girl soundtrack, and Like a Prayer. She amassed seven in the 1990s, including the likes of the Immaculated Collection and Something to Remember, six in the 2000s, including Confession on the Dance Floor, and four in the 2010s, Sticky and Sweet, MDNA, Rebel Heart, and Madam X. Uh, tickets go on sale this Friday, January 20th at 10 a.m. local at Madonna.com. Right now we got 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and when I come back I'll give you the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. <laughs> We were good, we were cold, kind of dream that can't be so. We were right, 
Cyrus and Flowers. Right now we have 11 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, a director, Anton Fuqua, is taking on the life of Michael Jackson in his next music project. The Hollywood Reporter confirmed that Fuqua and Liongate are teaming up to produce a biopic titled Michael, as the Training Day director said in a statement that combining film and music are a deep part of who he is, and he embarks on directing the movie. Uh, Liongate has said that the upcoming biopic will address all aspects of Jackson's life, according to THR. Through the outlet noted, it is unclear how Fuqua's film will address allegations of child sex abuse levied against Jackson that were most recently publicly detailed in the 2019 documentary film Finding Netherlands. The movie will be produced in coordination with Jackson's estate. Co-executors John uh, Branca and John McClain are listed as 
producers, which had repeatedly defended the late singer and songwriter against allegations. Uh, that's what the outlet, the outlet also reported. Uh, Jackson, known as the king of pop in the music industry, died on June 25, 2009, at the age of 50, after he suffered a cardiac arrest at his home. In 2011, his doctor, Conrad Murray, was convicted of involuntary manslaughter in his death. Fuqua most recently directed Will Smith in Emancipation, which served as uh, 54-year-old Smith's first movie release since the controversial moment when the actor struck Chris Rock on stage at the Oscars in March of 2022. The film is available to stream on Apple TV+. Screenwriter John Logan, who previously wrote Gladiator the, uh, in 2000, the Avatar in 2004, and the James Bond installment Skyfall in 2012, and Spectra, uh, uh, in 2015 wrote the screenplay for Michael according to THR. Now, no casting decision regarding who will portray Jackson or other major figures in the singer's life have been announced as of this time. Kim Kardashian jewelry collection just got a lot more regal. On Wednesday, the Skims mogul purchased the diamond-encrusted amethyst Italia cross pendant famously worn by Princess Diana at the Sotheby's annual royal and noble auction. The Kardashian star bid for the piece, which features square-cut amethyst, accented by circular-cut diamonds weighing in at 5.25 carats, and eventually snagged it for 197000 within the last five minutes. Sotheby notes this was double its pre-auction estimate. Sources confirmed to people that Kim is honored to own a fine piece of jewelry once worn by the late princess. The beautiful cross pendant will be added to her growing collection of jewelry pieces that were once worn or owned by strong, iconic women who have inspired Kim. The late princess well done the pendant on multiple occasions, the most notable being Birthright's 1987 London Charity Gala supporting the organization Humanitarian Work for those in pregnancy and childbirth. Miss Universe, uh, Arbani Gabriel, uh, found the taste of victory even sweeter after pageant officials came to her defense following unsubstantiated ups- claims the contest was rigged again. The 28-year-old from Texas became the oldest winner the pageant had crowned and its first Filipino-American winner on January 14 in New Orleans. She's also the first American to become Miss Universe since Olivia Copo won in 2012. Accusation the fix was in began in October after a losing contestant from Montana alleged most of the women in the Miss USA competition felt uh, Gabriel was show favoritism. One contestant alleged that Gabriel was allowed to do different working, uh, sorry, different walking patterns than any other contestant, according to NBC News. Now, Miss Missouri told insiders a lot of the girls in the competition felt it was the organi- organization's plan from the beginning for Gabriel to win. Several contestants prematurely left the stage when the new Miss USA name was called. Gabriel told E News in October she was too much. She has too much integrity to participate in a rigged event. Online claims the Miss Universe uh, competition was rigged drew a response from pageant officials who called the allegation unfounded and absurd distraction. Uh, Gabriel viewed the latest round of rumbling as another bump on a long road. Jenger Duggar Violo 
famous for her large Christian family and the TLC reality series, has recast her relationship with God and Jesus after leaving the harmful teaching of her upbringing. This is what she says in a new memoir. Now 29, Viola grew up grew under the restriction interpretation of Christianity uh, espoused by institutions uh, in, by institutes in basic life principles, uh, founder Bill Gothard. In her early 20s, a brother-in-law's perspective on the Bible teachings made her question her upbringing. She told people in the exclusive interview, quote, this book is my story of how I had to dis- disentangle truth from error on my way to finding freedom in Christ. Becoming uh, free indeed, my story of disentangling faith from fear recounts Viola's journey toward a new understanding of her religion and how it differs so drastically from what she was raised to believe. Viola grew in the public eye on the TLC network show 19 Kids and Counting and Counting On, one of nine daughters of Jim, Bob, and Michelle Duggar, respectively. The parents raised their kids under the strict conservative tenet that Gothard since disgrace laid down in 1961. In 2014, the now 88-year-old stepped down after more than 30 women claimed he had abused, molested, and even raped them with, and then covered it up. Her childhood was racked with guilt, fear, and the belief women should be submissive and differential towards their husbands and that dating and dancing was off-limits. Viola's perspective began to change in 2017 through conversation with her brother-in-law, equally devout. He was part of a Christian family that did things different than us. That's just, that's what she told People magazine. And porn actor Ron Jeremy is mentally unfit to stand trial on dozens of rape and sexual assault charges. That's what a judge had ruled on Tuesday. Jeremy, who's now 69, is suffering from incurable neurocognitive decline and is unlikely to recover, according to Los Angeles Superior Court Judge Ronald Harris. The judge reviewed reports from prosecutions and defense attorneys before making his decision. Jeremy, whose legal name is Ronald Jeremy Hyatt, had been behind bars since his arrest in June of 2020 on numerous charges. He could be placed in a state hospital pending a hearing scheduled for next month and will be occasionally reevaluated. In August of 2021, a grand jury indicted Jeremy on 34 charges. The included 12 counts of forcible rape, 7 counts of forcible oral copulation, 6 counts of sexual battery by restraint, four counts of sexual penetration by a foreign object, and two counts of sexual penetration of an unconscious or asleep person. Jeremy was also charged with one count each of lewd act upon a child under the age of 14 or 15, sodomy by use of force, and assault with intent to commit rape. Prosecutors said Jeremy assaulted 21 women between 1996 and 2019. Eight of the alleged assaults occurred at a bar on the Sunset Strip in West Hollywood where Jeremy enjoyed VIP status and used it to trap women in back rooms, according to investigators. The Detroit Police and Fire Retirement System has sued WWE's Vince McMahon in an attempt to prevent his recent return as company leader. Detroit cops and smoke eaters are investigating in WWE and are hoping to stop my man from retaking control of the company board of directors, sport business outlet uh, Sportico, and um, McMahon, who was uh, ousted in July of 2022 after an internal investigation, found that he made hush money payment to four women hoping to cover up alleged sexual misconduct. 
Though McMahon formally retired from any leadership position within the WWE, he he, uh, maintained a majority of the voting shares in the company. And earlier this month, he used those shares to reinstall himself and two pals on the board of directors. Detroit police and fire pension system on Thursday accused McMahon of violating company bylaws and state laws in Delaware, according to Sportico, and WWE is chartered in Delaware and that the suit was filed in Delaware Chancery Court. A previous nearly identical suit was filed two days earlier by WWE shareholder uh, Scott Fellows, Sportico uh, had reported. The lawsuit from Detroit police seeks class action status. And reality star Todd and Julie Chrisley report to different uh, federal prisons Tuesday to begin their multi-year sentences for bank fraud and tax evasion. Todd Chrisley went to the federal prison camp Pensacola in Florida, and Julie Chrisley went to the federal medical center Lexington in Kentucky. That's according to TMZ. The married star known for the USA Network show Chrisley's Knows Best was found guilty last June of defrauding banks out of more than $30 million. In November, Todd Chrisley was sentenced to 12 years in prison, and Julie Chrisley was hit with a seven-year sentence. Chrisley's Knows Best premiered in 2014 and followed the expensive lifestyle of the real estate honcho Todd Chrisley and his family. USA canceled Chrisley No Best following the star sentencing. The reality show ninth season finished airing in August. The couple requested to receive bond pending on, on an appeal and was denied this month. The Chrisleys are also ordered to pay restitution and serve three years of supervised release following their prison sentence. And the, if you didn't get to see it, the 2023 Critic Choice Awards follow a different script. Sunday's Los Angeles Ceremony Honored Film and TV saw the multiverse adventure, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, win Best Picture, and The Whale star Brendan Fraser take Best Home take home Best Actor in a Movie. The win came after last week's Golden Globe Award named Steven Spielberg semi-autobiographical the Fableman's Best Drama Film, while Elvis star Austin Butler won Best Actor in the Genre. And Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert won the Critics' Choice Award for Best Director for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which led all films with 14 nominations. The top directing honor went to Spielberg at the uh, Golden Globes. And Sunday Show did include some crossovers with the Globes as Tar star Kate Blanchett won Best Actress in a Movie, uh, Keiju Kwan received Best Supporting Actor for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and Angela Bassett took Best Supporting Actress for Black Panther. And on the TV side, Abbott Elementary won Best Comedy Series, and Euphoria star Zendaya took home Best Actress in a Drama Series after winning, winning equivalent honors at the Globe. The Critics' Choice Awards for Best Drama Series went to Better Call Sal, HBO's Game of Thrones prequel, House of the Dragon, won that category at the Globe. Sunday show at the Fairmont Century Plaza was hosted by Chelsea Handler, making it the first time in five years that Tay Diggs didn't emcee the Critics' Choice Awards. The 2023 Academy Awards are set to take place on March 12th, with nominations scheduled to be announced next week. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Make sure you stay safe. And I'll talk to you next time. Take care.